I remember back in uh, middle school and uh, in high school, um, my main pursuits were uh, played baseball through high school and uh, also music. I started playing music as I got into my freshman year. And I remember that my motivation for getting better was that I would be better than the other guy, the next guy. That just the way that I was uh, living that out, the way that I was trying to improve was, wow, that guy could play that on the piano, I need to be able to do that and even better. So then I'd get better than that guy, but then there'd, be, there'd always be another guy. Same thing with baseball. Like, I mean, obviously you, you get to be at least one of the best nine, so you're on the field. But then there's always this pursuit of like being better than the next guy. And this lasted for, for quite a while, this sort of way that I uh, pursued uh, excellence at what I did was really not about excellence itself, but about feeding my ego, just being better than. And the older I got, the more I realized that, again, there's always another guy. Like there's always another guy who can do something better. Like it just never ends. And if I continued on that path, what kind of way would that be with engaging the world, merely just trying to be better than? I got into academics, obviously, as, as well as, as I got older, found out that I was actually pretty good at that. And at a certain point, it shifted, it changed, and I began to pursue what was good merely because it was excellent, because I loved it, because I just enjoyed it. When you look at the gospel today, you see a dynamic that certainly, I can't speak for women, but I certainly can speak you know, for men, um, you, you've got the 12, and they're, they're clearly, they must have been behind Jesus or ahead of Jesus or something, and they're arguing about which one of them is the greatest. <laughs> well, I'm better than you. I'm better than you. I'm better than you. It's something that I certainly know men have been doing since we were pretty young. I'm better than you. And Jesus knew what they were talking about, and they knew they shouldn't have been talking about it because they didn't want to tell him. What were you talking about? Nothing. These are grown men. What were you talking? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, they knew. They were, there was, I don't know, they were ashamed. They felt guilty, whatever. But they knew it wasn't appropriate. And, and as opposed to scolding them, Jesus says, okay, look, this is, this is how I need you to be. You're going to be, you know, the, the leaders of, of this church. I'm going to be giving you authority. I need you to see your greatness not as something that elevates yourself, but elevates other people. I need you to see your greatness as something that is put at the service of those who are the weakest. It's not that you should not pursue excellence as though we should go around life just trying to be mediocre. I should have given this homily to the Green Bay Packers last week. If they were only mediocre, they would have been better. They weren't even that. But anyway, so the... The goal should not be, oh, I'm pretty good at stuff, or, you know, I just, I want to be, I mean, you can imagine, you know, having a conversation with Chris about music and me just saying, you know, I just, you know, Father John, how good do you want the music to be? Nah, just average, just average. Well, that'd be better than most Catholic churches, but, you know, just average? No. No, it should be, we should be pursuing excellence. 
but not excellence because it elevates the self and the ego, but excellence because all that we do should aim at excellence if we can. You know, we should be truly trying to do the best we can at whatever pursuit we are focusing upon. And the reason for this is there's a, there's a huge difference between pursuing the good because it's good or pursuing the same thing, becoming good, so that I can be seen as excellent by others, right? We know the difference. And one is virtue, one is virtuous, pursuing excellence for excellence sake, and the other one is, is egotistical. And a lot of times people, people confuse this when it comes to understanding what humility is. Humility is not denying that I have gifts, is not denying that you have talents, is not denying that you're good at things. If we're good at things, that should be elevated. We should be honest about that. I mean, it's wonderful to get to a place in life where you say, you know, I'm really kind of good at certain things. That's kind of nice. It's different, though, as we know, to say, wow, I'm so much better than everyone else. That feels good. One is filling up the self right, because of a, a lack of really self-esteem. And the other one is pursuing excellence because we just truly love what is good. Here's another way to say it. When you're teaching the kids about, I don't know, what's one of the chores? Taking out the garbage? How many of you have to take out the garbage? Raise your hand. I do too, I live alone. My dog doesn't do anything. <laughs> when you teach the little ones about taking out the garbage, making their bed, blah, 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 initially you just have to start with obligation because they can't see the good yet. Not really. It takes a while. But if they're 30 and they're taking out the garbage merely out of obligation, but they can't see why it's a good to take care of their own home, there's a problem. Right? So being able to see the true good in any pursuit that we have. You should seek to be a good husband and a good father because it's good, not just for you, but it's good, of course, for your children and your wife. We, we should seek to be good Christians because it's good for everyone. And, and any time that we uh, become good at something, it creates a greater goodness in ourselves and in the world around us. But if, if our focus, and this is where it becomes prideful, spiritual pride, if our focus is, oh, I'm going to become the best Catholic possible so I can tell other people how good I am, right, we're, we're completely missing the point. It doesn't serve any good at all. In fact, that's actually an evil pursuit, merely being able to lord that over somebody else. And so when we look at what Jesus is asking, right, he's taking a child and again, a lot of people get this wrong. It's not about the child. It's not about receiving the child. He's trying to say, look, here is one among us who is the least among us, right? I mean, at that time, really, the, the, the whole concept of dignity of children would not have really existed. So here's one of the weakest among us who really can't do anything. And all they can do is really receive from others, receive uh, health and well-being and, 
and dignity, it, it has to be given to them because they can't really self-actuate in any way. And so what he's trying to tell the apostles is your true service or your greatness is in giving and using what you have received to improve other people and to help other people. So there's nothing wrong with having a great business. There's nothing wrong with making a lot of money. There's not, nothing wrong with being a great doctor or a great musician or a great athlete. There's nothing wrong with any of that inherently. What becomes wrong is how we see it. Oh, I have this great business. Look at how great I am. I'm so much better than my, the other guys from high school or whatever. Then it becomes twisted and it becomes vicious. It becomes a vice. Instead, the Lord says to us, whatever you're good at, fantastic. I gave you all of those gifts anyway. You need to give it back somehow. So that all of our gifts then contribute to the greater good, Contrib contribute particularly helping those who, who have so much less, but also really contribute to the welfare of our church and our community. So that we're not stuck in pursuing what is good merely for our sake, but we're focused on pursuing what is good for excellence sake, for the good itself. And anytime we pursue the good, anytime we truly pursue what is good, it is leading us back to God, who is our greatest good and the perfection of all things. Please stand.